Guess who's back? Back again. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Da da da. Hey, you're listening to Clumsy Theosis. This is the Catholic podcast where you will discover spunk and motivation to live a vibrant and transformational life as a child of God. I'm Rochelle Lucero, and I invite you to walk with me as we dive into all the things that Jesus gave us to do just that. I'm talking about the Bible, Catholic tradition, church documents, the catechism, the saints, the fathers, the doctors of the church, you name it, and I'll draw from it. You and I together, we are going to transform the world by letting Christ transform us. Hey, what's up? I'm so excited to be back recording. You have no idea, if you cannot tell by my weird little ditty right there, I do not know what will convince you how excited I am to be back. And to celebrate me recording again, I want to share with you a little bit about what the Lord has been doing in my heart while I've been off the air. And my recording equipment has been held hostage in packing boxes, in moving boxes. It wasn't as extreme as that, but it sure felt that way. But yes, truly my recording equipment was in moving boxes. And maybe I'll touch on that a little bit later today. Uh, Right now it is early in the morning. Let me tell you, I have found a sweet spot for recording, I think. Knock on wood, cross your fingers. Um, So I'm up an hour before I have to get ready for work. And I think we're going to have some great quality... um, recording time. But since I am up early, I do sound like I am up early. So not sick, just fresh out of bed for love of you. (laughs) Oh, and I also think we need to take a little bit of time and reconnect, you know, like we need to like be reintroduced to each other, you and I. It's been so long and we need, yeah, we need that reconnection. But before I get into any of the topics for the show, I want to take a moment and reassure you that this is the place for you to be today and every following week. No matter where you are in your walk with the Lord, this is the place for you. You could be having the best, you know, fruitful season in your spiritual life, having a great walk with the Lord, full of consolation, or you could feel like you're in the desert and you're just, you know, things are dry and you're not having that connection that you want. You could be out in the world evangelizing and and spreading the gospel and sharing Jesus with everyone you meet, or you could be in that season where you feel like you don't know enough or you don't have the confidence to talk to someone about the Lord and what he's done in your life. Or you could have that beautiful time when you're just growing and sitting at the Lord's feet. Or on the other hand, you could be in that period where you just feel frustrated and you might have some doubts about how to grow your relationship with the Lord if you're even capable of doing that. No matter where you are, this is the right place for you because I truly believe that every person can have a vibrant, transformational life with the Lord as a child of God. You can have that vibrant, transformational life as a child of God. And I truly believe that the world needs that very unique person that you are, especially while you are a work in progress, which you are right now, which I am right now, which all of us are going to be until we actually make it to heaven. Because being a work in progress still shows God's glory. It shows what he's doing. It is witnessing to his glory and to his power and his love. And I want to help you throughout this whole walk, this walk of theosis, 
by using all of the tools that Jesus gave us in the church and using those tools to become partakers in God's divine nature as he promises us, as he prompts us, as he encourages us to. And I want to walk with you. But for me to walk with you, that implies that you are going to have to walk with me as well. And I always thought that this was implied, but even if it was, I should have come out and given a straightforward invitation. So this is the moment I invite you to walk with me as I grow in my faith life, as I grow with the Lord. And while I've been away, you know, these things that the Lord has been doing in my heart, they actually have inspired me to make some updates to the tone and to the atmosphere of this show that I think are going to be beneficial to me and to you. But before I get into what those are and how I'm going to make us more equally yoked, make us more companions in this journey towards holiness, I want to take a quick minute and tell you a little bit of a story here. Now, if you remember, if you are one of those longtime listeners who has, you know, heard my very first episode, which I must say is quite embarrassing, but hey, we all have to start somewhere and grow. If you remember in that first episode, I did not talk about myself like at all. I didn't introduce myself. I really didn't even introduce the show and like what you could expect. I jumped in and tried to explain theosis from a philosophical perspective, which in hindsight probably wasn't the most helpful to an audience. Just going to say it. But the reason I did that was because I told myself, right, I had very legitimate reasons for not talking about myself or not like really talking about the show. I wanted to start by focusing in on the Lord. And so I told myself, I'm not going to talk about me. It's not going to be the Rochelle show. And I'm not going to put my face on things, you know, like the logo for the show or really even on social media. I just, I don't want it to be about me. I want it to be about God. But I also had a hidden motive that obviously I did not realize, but the Lord made it very apparent to me. What is this? Like four years later, maybe I was finally ready to hear it. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a hidden motivation for for doing that. And I thought it was um, on the up and up, but you will see that it wasn't. So back to the moving boxes. Gary is my husband and we moved two times. Like we moved house two times within six weeks. No joke. Um, And we were really happy the very first time that we moved. It was like, oh, thank goodness. We're finally going to be in a place where we can just kind of settle and breathe because If you are either one of my patrons or on my email list, you will have been updated to the fact that uh, in the fall, we were having some issues with the condo we were renting. It was just needing some kind of major repairs, and that made the owners decide they didn't want to deal with it anymore. So they decided then that they wanted to sell the condo we were renting. And so we had people coming in to do repairs and um, viewings and people coming in to inspect and appraise and all of these things. And we both work from home and it was like, come on, really, you know, really disturbing our life. So when we got to move, it was like, okay, thank you. We don't have to deal with that anymore. Everything's going to go back to like the status quo, you know, but we're living in our new place. And I kid you not, after two weeks, so many things had broken and gone wrong, like kind of major things in this apartment that it was like, okay, we can't live here. And so we had to put in our 30-day notice. Uh, This apartment must have been held together with rubber bands and chewing gum. You know, it looked great on the outside, but once you start living in it, it was just like, what? 
I can't believe it. And I was like so deflated and I had unpacked everything and then I had to repack it and just kind of hold it, you know, in like a storage because we needed to find a new place. And oh my goodness. And internally with the Lord, my relationship was just like, kind of like there was contention there. Like I was like not happy. I didn't know what was going on. And I felt like, how do I explain this feeling? Okay. Here's an example. Back before Gary and I got married, he was really into bodybuilding and weightlifting. And so he started to train me in doing the same things. And it was really fun, except on those days when during any workout session, when you're really tired and you're doing all of your sets and you're on your last set and you only have a couple of reps left to do and you're just really tired and the person who's training you can tell that you're really tired and so they're 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 trying to be motivational right so they they get in and they're like all right okay they start counting down with you okay you have like three more to go okay just just two more to go and one more to go and then they pull this stunt that they think is cute but it's not cute, okay? Anyone who trains anyone, I'm gonna tell you right now, this is not cute. Don't do this. When you're on your last one, you're thinking to yourself, okay, this is my final one. This is it. I'm, I'm almost I'm almost there. And I could stop and take a breather. And they're counting down and they get to like one. And right when you're about to finish, they're like, okay, you have two more in you. Give me two more. I'm like, internally, you're, I'm just like, why could you betray me like that? What kind of a sadist are you? Do you like to see me suffer? Right? Like that's like the feeling that I was experiencing with the Lord. And of course, I'm being hyperbolic here. I shouldn't have to say that to you. Obviously, God is not a sadist. He does not like to see me suffer and he did not betray me. Okay. But that was the feeling inside. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I thought all of this was over. And we were finally going to have a little bit of time to rest, have a little bit of a reprieve, you know? And uh, I'm talking to the Lord about this, you know? And I'm upset and I'm outside and I'm walking, you know, getting my steps in. And I'm like power walking, like digging my heels into the ground, you know, because I'm on a mission to tell the Lord exactly what I'm feeling. And when I'm talking to him, and tell me if you've ever done this, you know, obviously I'm sitting there, I'm listing out my complaints, but then I switch over to this other mode of communicating to the Lord. And I start comparing myself to other people, comparing my situation to that of my friends and people that I work with or people I go to church with. Heck, even people I don't know, but they're like my friends' friends or I'm kind of linked to them online somehow. And I see things that are going on in their life. And I'm like, see, Lord, look, look at my life. Look at all of these lives. One of these things is not like the other, right? And um, I was like, you know, just giving him my honest opinion about everything. And then I just kind of like, once I got out of my system, just kind of relax for a second. And then I hear him clear as a bell. And he's like, that's the problem. You are too busy looking out at other people instead of looking up at me. And I was like, oh my gosh. And it like hit me. Now, I want to take a little tangent moment here and and say, if the idea of God telling you that's your problem, you know, makes you feel nervous, scared, uncomfortable, if that is unappealing to you, don't worry. The Lord knows me perfectly. He knows how to talk to me. He knows 
how to talk to me in every situation. And that was the perfect way to talk to me in that situation because that type of thing from the Lord doesn't upset me. Like I like that real talk and he knows that. And so that's how he comes at me. So if that's something that sounds intimidating to you, don't worry because the Lord's going to talk to you when the time is right in a way that is very unique to you and very caring and comforting to your heart and to your soul. All right. But for me, I like the truth. I like to hear it straight. And the Lord was like, that's your problem. And I was like, you are so right. You know, like the Holy Spirit just pierced my heart and really convicted me that I am too busy looking out instead of looking up. And so from then on, I was trying every time I would start to get frustrated throughout the days and weeks to come with things that were going on, I would stop myself and realize what I was doing. And I would then look up to the Lord and I would like just have that time with him focusing on him and what he wants to tell me or not even tell me just like that love that he just wants to lavish on me and just fill me with that confidence or whatever it was I was lacking in that moment. And one day during this time, he started talking to me about you. No offense, but with everything that was going on, you know, trying to make all these phone calls and uh, sending out all these emails to to find a new place to live and to, you know, get everything squared away with, you know, putting in our notice and all of that. I wasn't thinking about you. No offense. (laughs) You know, I have my own stuff going on. And um, I was trying to stay right with the Lord. I was trying to stay focused on him because last time, last year, if you remember when things started to get really wonky in my life, I wasn't focusing on him and it did negatively affect my prayer life and also my life. And so I was like, all right, that's not happening again. I'm, I need to stay close to Jesus right now. During one of those times, he brought you up and he gave me this um, image, right? So sometimes the Lord speaks to me with just like, just truth bombs, like in words, sometimes pictures. This time he gave me this image in the forefront of my mind of that scripture story about the lamp that is put under the bushel basket, right? And he was like, that's you. And I was like, what? You know, and this is confrontational, but again, remember, the Lord knows how to talk to me. He's going to talk to you in a very unique way. Yeah, he was like, That's you. You are putting your lamp under the bushel basket. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I'm very straightforward. I come on to the show and I, I'll sit and I tell your truth, Lord. That's what I do. Like, how am I, you know, what's, how am I putting my lamp under a bushel basket? Um, I'm, broadcasting you and your truth. Like, I don't see what you're talking about. So I asked him to clarify. And when he did, he was like, you are so busy looking out at other people and how other people are doing their their ministries that you are not looking at me and asking me how I want you to do this ministry on Clumsy Theosis. And he reminded me of my first show and how I started the show and how I never talked about myself and I shied away from telling personal stories or anecdotes here and there. Yes, I do put it out there. But when I do, I'm going to be honest with you. I am so nervous that I'm going to get negative feedback because I have gotten negative feedback from listeners. I've had people tell me that I'm irreverent or they stopped listening because it seemed as though I was irreverent. And that's just because they said I spoke too casually about God. They didn't like some of the phrasing that I would use and 
I remember thinking to myself, because I got this, you know, more than once, I thought, oh my gosh, you know, if they don't like the slang that I use or the casualness that I refer to the Lord, I thought I've been on my best behavior. And this is nothing. This is like the tippy, tippy, tippy top of the iceberg where that little seagull lands, you know, like there's so much more to me. And if this can't be handled by some listeners, then the rest of me is not going to be accepted, right? I'm like way extra, you know, in comparison to what has been heard because I'm, you know, I'm trying to speak, (laughs) speak, speak the Lord's truth. And so I'm trying not to put myself out there. And the Lord was like, I gave you this ministry because of you and your gifts and your talents and even your past, Rochelle. And you need to share that. You need to be who I am creating you to be, to be that very unique person that you are. And I was like, but I am. But then I had to realize maybe I'm not. Like I'm like, I've tempered myself because I thought I am in this role. I'm in this position. I must act a certain way. And he's like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, you need to adapt, you know, to all of your situations, Rochelle, like, duh. But you still need to let your lamp shine so that it can light the whole house, right? That your lamp needs to be put on the lampstand. And in this case, the whole house, like I knew that the Lord was referring to the church and I was like, you're right. Okay, fine. And then I thought about it for a second and I was like, you know, it is kind of dumb. I do hold back a lot. And it's like, when I give talks in person, most of what I talk about is myself and my experience and how the Lord has helped me and molded me. And, um, you know, I give my opinions and I, I put forward my questions that I have and the struggles that I'm experiencing in the faith. And I use all of that when I'm talking because that's my witness. And when we witness to the Lord, we are showing his glory. We're showing his work, his love in action. And I love a witness. I love to hear a good witness. Can I get a witness? No, I'm joking. Um, but I do. I love to use a witness because like your witness is powerful. Giving witness to God is so powerful. And the Lord also put on my heart that if I'm going to be sharing myself, I want to hear from you. And I was like, I do. I want to hear from every single listener. I want to hear from you. I want to hear where you are in the faith. I want to hear the same from you. You know, what questions are you having? What opinions do you hold? Um, What struggles are you having? What are you finding that's really helping you in your faith life? You know, so that I can walk with you and you can also walk with me. And I was like, yes, Lord, that is exactly what I want. Like, you know, by looking at the Lord, he reminded me of what was on my heart, right? Because following God's will, a lot of times his will is mixed with our will, right? Like is if our orders are correctly, if our orders, if our desires are correctly ordered, then they are going to be in line with what God wants for us. And a lot of the desires on our heart are because he's put them there. And I was like, yeah, that is what I want. I can't believe that I am not paying attention to this desire that is on my heart and I'm not doing anything about it. So that's a little bit about me. It's enough, I think, for today because I want to get into what I really want to talk about for the first episode back is how I am going to bring you into this conversation um, with myself as well as with other listeners. All right, I want to open up two-way communication between you and I. And 
So in order for me to be able to hear your insights and your opinions and the questions that you have and the lessons that you've been learning, I am going to make some additions to the show and maybe make a few little changes. So I'm hoping that you will help me with this. The first thing I want to do is add a question answer show, maybe once a month, um, like every four or five episodes to a question answer show where I do nothing but answer your questions. Now they could be theological questions. They could be spirituality questions, pastoral questions, or even personal questions, you know, things about me, or even if you want like advice for yourself, I will try my best. Um, so for that, you can send me all of your questions through email, if that's easier for you, clumsytheosis at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to me on any of the social platforms that I'm on. So that would be Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And my handle there is at clumsytheosis. Um, you can also comment on anything that I post online. And I really, really encourage you to comment on what I post, ask questions there. I will respond. I always try to respond, even if they're not questions. And I encourage you to respond to other people's comments. Uh, Another way that I want to open up this conversation between you and I and um, make you even part of the show is by adding what I want to call, well, what I'm calling for the moment, comment of the week. This is in this is uh, what it sounds like, right? A comment of the week. So I'm going to be looking through all of the comments that I get on social media, anything I get in email, and I will consider it as comment of the week, something that I feel will be beneficial to, you know, the Clumsy Theosis community to hear, even if it's just funny or uplifting, or if it's like a word of praise or something that the Lord has done in your life or just praising God, anything. It can be anything. So don't put yourself in a box. Um, whatever you post, I'll consider. Obviously, if it's private, I'm not going to post it or I'm not going to share it. You know what I mean? Like, that's your personal business. I do have discretion over here. Um, yeah, so anything, anything you want to post, I'm going to consider. And I'm also going to be providing questions for each show. Um No more than three questions, something that you can either journal with or talk to the Lord about in prayer. Now, those questions are going to be sent out through the weekly email, and I am also going to try to post them on social media for you to answer, and whatever you answer, I will consider. And you can reply back on the emails with your answers if you want to share them with me or anyone else that you're walking with in your faith journey. And those questions are going to be on a trial basis. I'm going to be touching base with you to see how you're liking them, if you're even, you know, utilizing them. And we'll see what's what's what and then go forward from there. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to adding these new things, these three things to the format of the show. And I promise to accept you wherever you are in your walk with Jesus. And I hope that you will do the same, you know, because it is a journey. You know, sometimes we're in the highs, sometimes we're in the lows, and we need to love and be merciful to each other to help each other along, along with that journey. So I'm looking forward to that. We have reached the point of the show where I'm going to share our very first comment of the week. Now, this was sent to me via email by one of my listeners who was kind enough to send me a message while I was away and ask what's going on. Um, 
This is from Vince, and he emailed me at clumsytheosis at gmail.com, and he says, I'm a longtime listener. Your podcast always inspires and provides me with great insights. I lead a men's faith sharing group from my local parish, and I often quote you and sometimes share portions of your podcast during our meetings. All right, Vince, you tell all of the guys in your men's group that I say what up, and God bless you all. And ladies out there, are you in ministry? Are you sharing clumsy theosis in your ministries? Let me know. Like I said, you can reach out through email or through any of my social channels. But before I finish today and let you go, I do have one quick favor to ask. If you are enjoying this podcast, would you please let me know? I honestly love reading reviews and the best place for that is Apple Podcast. If you have a few minutes to spare, if you could just head over to Apple Podcast, leave your review because I'd really love to hear what you have to say. And reviews are really important for the show. They let Apple know that great listeners, you know, people that are like you are enjoying the show. And then that's going to help to expand the reach of the show because they're like, hey, people like this show. Let's suggest it to other people. True story. Algorithms, you know, it really will make a difference. And I will be so thankful. That's it, my dude. Thank you so much for spending some time with me. Until next time, peace out. Welcome to the end of the podcast. Since you made it this far, you know what that means, right? We're like totally best friends now. (laughs) But for real though, thanks so much for spending time with me and growing in your faith knowledge and letting Christ transform you. Since you stayed this long, I'm thinking that you liked the episode. So will you do me a favor and share it with a friend or all of your friends on social media? While you're online, I invite you to check out my website, clumsytheosis.net. There you're going to find all of the things that you need, such as how to get in touch with me, how to book me as a speaker, how to find my social channels, how to sign up for our weekly email, and very importantly, this is very important, how to donate if you'd like to support the show. This show is listened to in approximately 90 countries across the globe. So if you find value in this show, please consider donating at clumsytheosis.net. Anything that you give is very much appreciated and it is super helpful. All right. Thanks again for walking with me today. Remember that we can transform the world by letting Christ transform us. Nice. Sounds good. Yeah. Perfect.